My last boyfriend was actually so funny about it. He'd always call me his sugar mama, like, around his family. My current boyfriend does that. You won't believe how many goats she has. You won't believe how many goats she has. We could trade them for our yeah. future children. Yeah. What are you eating? Well, it's officially Pride Month, so I'm homophobic. Oh my god. What a start. Welcome back to warn about it, everybody. Dude, I'm so grumpy today because I've d diagnosed myself with a new disease. Ah, uh, still. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Cutie called me about this yesterday. She told me she saw someone pop up on like TikTok or something that had this disease. So then she looked up the disease, and then and now she's starting to feel all the symptoms of the disease that she looked up. And I tried to say. Are you able to, like, logic your way into being, like, well, this is a coincidence. Like, I'm feeling these things because I just read them and I have hypochondria. <laughs> and she said no. <laughs> no, because what if this is the one time? Right, right, right. This is the one time right, it's for real. Course. Yeah. So, I've decided I have MND. It's a motor neuron disorder. It's like ALS. Which is why I feel so weak. And if you watched Master Baker this week, I was, like, trying to lift up a pan and my wrist, like, was just not working. Stressful. I don't think you have that. I think you're just tired. I think you're fine. Well, what'd you do this week? Um, God, I don't remember. God, it's like you have a podcast or something. I... What did you do this week? Oh, okay, yours is Master easy. Baker. Yeah, that's so easy. What the hell? I had different every day. I don't know. I just worked last week. Nothing crazy happened. I have to text a lot. The cat, the cat has let themselves in, and now the cat wants out, and I'm wearing a short skirt dress thing, and I don't want to stand up and show my butt, and blood is too good to me for doing what he's about to do. Will you come get coots? You could have just please. voice to texted that one yeah i know so how was master baker the dream the dream master baker it was good i'm just so tired and i don't know if it's my new disease i have or if i'm old or if it's just i work I think myself you just too did hard. master baker this whole week i think is the problem i think that's why you're tired also, you went from a two-month break, essentially, from streaming to a full week of Master Baker. Like, yeah, I might have jumped day. in too much, to be honest. That's what I... I was worried about it, man. When I when you tweeted that thing, I was like, wait, what? She did say that. And yeah, we did and I was have like, a long conversation about it, and I said, I'll be fine. Yeah, you were like, oh, no, they're easy. They are easy, it's but I lot. guess... I guess... I don't know. I don't know why my brain's this way escapism but i forgot to eat today so i'm trying to shove this down my gullet so i have some energy for this podcast classic cutie cinderella forgetting to eat you know actually what i did in the past couple days is i started watching what? the walking dead mm. tv show oh yeah mm -hmm. no i told you that um bad news remember how last night we were on the phone and you were like why are you watching that by yourself it's scary and i was like it's not scary i had a nightmare i wasn't scared but i had a nightmare about it what happened um, 
I got weird. I got in a fight with this girl on a soccer field and she pulled a knife, but then she oh was God. a zombie oh, all of a shit. sudden. Like yeah. she was normal and then she wasn't. And then I mean, that happens. I was in a fight with a zombie that had a knife and I had no weapons, which is like super not ideal. And that then I had to ideal. run. Yeah. Thank and I think you're a really bad quality sleep. That's the best. Really? Yeah. Yeah. I've been sleeping pretty good, actually, which is surprising. I had a that is had surprising. A insomnia relapse last week for like two days. Yep. Um, which stressed me out and made me text my therapist again to see if I'm manic. She said no. <laughs> huge. That's uh, huge. She was like, she literally, <laughs> she literally said to me, "Let me find it." She was like, "Insomnia is a symptom of depression." <laughs> I don't know how many times this woman has to remind me that I'm just depressed. <laughs> I have my last appointment with my therapist this week. That's so sad. It's so weird because I was trying to write stuff down today because it's like our closure session, you know? We're going to just be like, like, imagine having to ask your therapist, like, of seven years, what advice do you have for me going forward? You know, or like, can you give me anything? Just like any last thing that you want me to think about or remember or whatever. And so I'm like trying to write stuff down. I bulleted like three things and they're all bad. You can't like be friends, right? Not for two years after what? she's my therapist it's to protect therapists because there are there are clients that will like abuse oh, that relationship social right yeah parasocial ones that are like without you know like it's Wait, not their she client kinda, like hinted that she like wants to be your friend though she i don't remember how it was said mm -hmm. i think she said but we'll see her on the podcast in two years yeah she'll be on the podcast it'll be sick <laughs> and we'll talk about everything that we've talked everything. about in our we'll sessions like, what is what should she, could you fix her no i don't think i want to be friends with that that'd be weird mm -hmm. that'd be really weird i don't want that i don't want to like go to lunch with her or something is weird i'm just trying to figure out what to say to her in this last in this last session because I, I i mean it i've done like over 500 hours with this woman you know like what do you say to end it thank you you know like what, do you have any last words like i don't know so i need what's to what's crazy the the so the best therapist i ever had that i broke up with um our breakup was because my mom died <laughs> so it's like you're i don't like, have you're good done. advice well so my mom died on a monday and i had therapy that afternoon and she was calling me because i wasn't showing up she didn't know obviously and i answer and i'm sobbing and she's like hey <laughs> seeing if you're coming to your session and i'm like my mom died i'm never coming again i don't want to talk about it and that was the last time we talked oh that's so bad dude your poor therapist was probably like fuck yeah that's yeah, but tragic. i didn't want to talk about it it's so but she was so good that i'm like sad to this day i mean you could hit her up be like well, hey i'm ready to talk about like, it like laws now where you can't Ugh. do yeah yeah well um yeah so i don't know i need to figure out what to say it's i'm probably i'm gonna cry a lot probably it's gonna be really sad and weird and very weird because it really is like after it's we like hang up that call yeah after we hang up like that's it i probably will never talk to her again i mean you could is, probably send her an email every few months it's just like hey i could i'm not going to seems kind mm. of pointless i also don't want to like bother the lady you know so i don't know it'll be interesting it'll be interesting It'll be interesting. Did I ever talk about on the podcast how, like, my therapist was, like, point blank in a session? Because I was... I forget why. I brought up your situation. 
And she was like, well, you, would you be sad if you left me or whatever? And I was like, no. And it made me feel so bad. <laughs> That's funny. And she was like, do you think I care about you? And I was like, no. No. Right. Uh, I mean, when I started with this therapist, I didn't think so either. But now it's just been so long, it does feel that way. Dude, someone left a comment. Sorry, I'm pulling a tag off this dress. Um, someone left a comment on our YouTube video that said something about, like, this podcast has been so good for normalizing therapy. And I don't even think we're doing that intentionally. I had a moment in therapy, right? Because it's no. virtual. Mm-hmm. Like, I was in therapy, and one of my employees, like, walked up to my house to take care of the monkeys. This is when the monkeys were still living in my house. Um, and I, like, opened the door, and I was like, I'm in therapy. Like, come back. And then my therapist was like, it's amazing that you're so willing to just say that casually. Like, most people are really weird about talking about therapy and i think it's probably because of the way that we talk about therapy <laughs> that it just feels so like yeah oh therapy today do people think i'm crazy i think it's kind of crazy how openly we talk about therapy <laughs> oh my god really yeah i think it's a lot yeah it's been like my norm for like 12 years now so i just don't seven for me baby you either are okay with me being in therapy or you think I'm crazy and you probably don't talk to me. So. Dude, I gotta find a new one. I haven't started looking for a new one. I'm so scared. What if I get a new one and I, like, explain the whole internet thing and she's like, oh, turn off your monitor, you know? Or she's like, have you tried? Why don't you just not worry about them? <laughs> Why don't you just not read them? You know, or something like that. Like, what if it's just someone who doesn't get it? Or they're and like, I told you. Maybe you should just. The one I had that one time was like, was like, you're too young, just watch The Bachelor and have a glass of wine. And I was like, I've had 12 panic attacks in the last week. Like, what? Yeah. Or like, maybe you should just take some time off of social media. <laughs> like, yeah. Go for, go for like a Set walk. Set limiters on your phone. Yeah. yeah. We'll see. It'll be, it'll be interesting. It'll be interesting. Yeah. It'll be interesting. Um, what if it was a man? I've had two male therapists. Oh, I could never. Meh. there's no way dude i feel like i've just like with therapy specifically i feel like i've just given up i've just given up like you know like i'll just tell you how it is i'll tell you everything i've been through you let me know i will say i'm having the weirdest i mean we talked about it last week and it was kind of heavy so tw alert <laughs> tw <laughs> alert um is like i think i'm having what i think i'm processing trauma for the first time ever which is weird mm-hmm. i didn't think it was possible and i don't get it if that makes Here sense we are. yeah yeah i don't get it i don't get i don't i don't get it i don't get how it works but all of a sudden things like the file like is like affecting me and i'm like wait it hasn't affected me for 20 years why mm-hmm. all of a sudden like hello what's going on it's so weird yeah I did. I said, I talked to my therapist about us talking about it on the podcast. <laughs> I was like, yeah, she brought this up. I had no idea. And my therapist was like, did you know she was going to bring it up? Like, was there any? And I was like, she didn't know she was going to bring it up. <laughs> like, she just, she doesn't know what's going problem? on right now. Um, no. I don't think it's a problem. I was worried about it, though. Like, I, I, I texted you that night and I was like. Yeah, she did. She was like, do you want to cut that it? out? Yeah. <laughs> No, I wasn't worried about it. I think a lot of, I think that's the problem is because when you, and I promise, hey, if you're listening to the first 10 minutes of this podcast, you're like, uh oh, this is going to be a deep podcast. We're going to pivot. It's fine. Oh, we're we're catching up. Yeah, we're going to pivot. We're going to talk about dicks, balls, and cum per usual. 
I didn't like it in that combination. I call it the the McDonald's combo, the McDickles combo. <laughs> Two for one, baby. Ew. Bring a friend. Um, my hair is wet because I don't have time. I'm to. This is what who I am. Um, that's fine. We've accepted it. Uh, I feel up. fine talking about a being molested as a child because. Uh, lucky enough for me, I do have the therapy right now, and there's a lot of people who don't have the therapy that, I guess, like, hear this, and they hear, like, oh my gosh, that happened to someone else, too, and maybe they think the same way I've thought for 20 years, where it's like, eh, it happened in the past, what can you do about it? It didn't affect me. Now I just make jokes about it, which I will continue to make jokes about being a hot child. Um, but... <laughs> Uh, I, I do think there's like I think it's this thing where it's like you also feel this level of guilt when you're a six year old kid doing like not you know even though again as a child did not want any of those things to happen to me whatsoever you do feel guilty for like experiencing being bad right yeah. like you feel like you did something bad and you feel guilty and so it's like even just me talking about it I do feel like normalizes it even to maybe 50,000 people that get to hear it they're like oh this is something she's talking about casually, and I think until people talk about it more casually, that guilt will just, like, sit on people. And so I, I hope even just, like, me talking about it has triggered conversations with, like, in in healthy relationships that people hopefully have that watch this, where they're like, hey, I was listening to a podcast, and this happened to this this girl I'm a fan of, and, like, famous? it happened to me, yeah. And they're like, yeah, and she's, like, really hot, too, and, like, super funny. And then they, like, talk about how good-looking I am. <laughs> They're like, I wish I could date her. <laughs> but you I agree saying, with what, like, I don't know. I agree with what you're saying. I feel I fine also about it. I will fine about it. I will throw a, uh, a little in there. Um, we don't know what the f*** we're doing. Neither does anybody, in no, fairness. But some people have a degree to walk you through it. You should get yeah. professional help. Um, but, Always. Yeah, but... Uh, I, mean, I mean, we're the biggest advocates of professional help. Yeah, right, 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 right. Um... Just, yeah, we don't know what so... we're doing, so don't don't take all of our advice for like, oh, they said this. We don't we don't know. No, no, I'm not trying to give advice at all. I'm just trying to give uh, relatability. That's all. Mm -hmm. That's what yeah. I'm trying to give. I yeah. think it's just like important to normalize talking about it if yeah. you're ready. But it was this weird thing. I feel fine talking about this too. But uh, you know, if you don't like this part, skip skip ten minutes ahead. We'll be on something else. Um, we're gonna pivot. We're we're gonna pivot like freaking ballerinas. Um, Woo! I, it was weird. It's interesting because, like I said, this happened to me when I was uh, from like age like probably five to ten. It happened for like a few years, um, and I uh, have always just been like, it's a thing that happened, right? It's a thing that happened. Whatever. What can you do about it? It's kind of like my mom dying. Like it's a thing that happened. And if I were to think, my mom dying is easier for this. Where it's like, if I were to think about how that makes me feel. I don't think I would ever stop crying. Mm -hmm. I don't think there's a day the tears stop. And so mm -hmm. instead I just am this, right? Mm -hmm. And so the weird thing about like what happened to me as a kid is it's like the the tears will stop because eventually I feel like I can process it because I can still live a life with that having happened to me. And I never mm -hmm. knew that there were tears there to begin with, mm -hmm. honestly, like honest to God, I really didn't. And interestingly enough like her whatever we're doing in therapy right now that's making me even talk about this in general um 
I don't I don't know what witchcraft she has over me, but it's working, I think. Um I called my dad this week per usual for normal things, like just calling to check in on my dad, plus he has me do his invoices and contracts for him still. Um so you know, he calls me to work on it and we're talking. And it randomly came to me that I was like, the thing that we talked about on the podcast last week of me writing a letter of some kind to somebody, just whatever. I was like, you know what? I want my dad's advice on this, but I've never told my dad. And in that moment when I said, dad, I want your advice on something, but like, it's kind of heavy. Like, are you ready for this? Like, I, I hope this doesn't make you uncomfortable or anything like that. Because my dad and I, we don't, t we do not talk like that. Mm -hmm. When my dad and I talk, it's whatever you know do your invoices do this how's how was disneyland like it's not it's not deep usually um mostly because he's just very religious but um and so i told him for the first time ever what happened to me as a kid because my parents didn't my mom i told my mom when i was like 20 that it happened um very casually and it was like kind of the first time that i realized what it was that happened um but I told my dad for the first time, and as I said, I have something heavy to tell you. I cannot, like, it was like a ratatouille moment. All of a sudden, I was six years old, and mm. I was telling my dad that I broke a lamp or something. Like, it was mm. the weirdest feeling of, like, being like, oh, my God, am I going to be in trouble for this? Am I, like, is he going to think less of me? Am I now, like, unpure because of Mormonism right. or whatever? It was so crazy, the feeling that it, like, like the just, like, the disembodiment that it threw me in i guess essentially but it, it was a very interesting conversation i will say i'm very lucky he handled it the best way that any dad in the whole entire world could um but man it was so crazy therapy's mm -hmm. weird i don't know what's going on because this is something that i haven't talked about in 20 years and been fine with not talking about it and now it's like all that i can think about yeah i mean it all happened when you were a kid and so processing it like you're gonna tap back into feeling like a kid it's weird um, though huh yeah, who knew that's, that's i didn't know lot. therapy did that therapy can do a lot of things yeah i've never had that before Ooh, are you doing emdr like right now or are you talking talk therapy emdr mm. eye movement eye movement rapid desensitization uh e m d r Eye movement. Eye movement. EMDR. Eye movement desensitization and reprocessing. Sorry. Reprocessing. Um, Cuny and I have both done EMDR. It's a type of therapy that. Oh my god, I cannot explain this. I have an ag degree. Look how please. burned my hair is. It does look a little fried. <laughs> it's also damp. Um, I don't even know how to describe it. Um, it. It's a type of therapy where there's a couple different methods. There's, like, you hold buzzers in your hands and yeah, it like goes buzzers. back and forth. I did, like, eye movement. Um, and it's supposed to... I don't even know how to explain it. My buzzer. It's, it, was, it was developed it's um, for uh, PTSD and veterans, I think. Um, it's weird because you the, can Google brain scans before and after EMDR and you can, like, see, oh. like... Um, difference. I don't know what difference. She's explained it to me like four times, and I'm like, okay. Attention to focuses. And it's supposed. So the reason that I started EMDR is because I didn't remember what happened to me in college with like the rape thing, and I wanted to know what happened. And so it's. Some people use the therapy to like um, remember traumatic events um, that you've blocked out. 
um and it did help with that which you know it's a whole other conversation whether or not that was what i actually wanted um i want to explain to them psychotherapy that enables people to heal, heal from symptoms of emotional distress and disturbing life experiences um when you're when you cut your hand your body works to close the wound if a foreign object or repeated injury irritates the wound it festers and causes pain once the block is removed healing resumes emdr demonstrates a similar sequence of events with mental processes the brain's information processing system naturally moves towards mental health if the system is blocked or imbalanced by the impact of a disturbing of a disturbing event the emotional wounds fester and can cause intense suffering once the block is removed healing resumes i'll be honest it sounds like a pseudoscience it does I don't even know if I necessarily believe it, for the record, but I'm just doing no, it. No, EMDR fricked my shit up. I don't know why I censored one word and not the other. I, my first EMDR session, I got back to campus after my EMDR session. I parked my car in a 45-minute meter to return a textbook, and I left it there for 48 hours. And I had, like, no idea that I had done it until I went to go drive somewhere two days later and my truck wasn't in my parking spot and i had to go yeah find i it. do get i do get a bit of like sh uh memory loss when i do it which is sad because i do it every monday and thursday it's a lot it's a lot but we're trying to heal me yeah. um but yeah i don't know uh it's it's weird it was weird because it was like like i said it was the first time my dad had ever heard it so then i get off the phone with my dad and i'm like crap i gotta call my sister because it like happened to my sister too and it's crazy because my sister is someone that's like, you know, she has like five kids and she's living her life and I'm talking to her about it. And she's like, she's like, yeah, like, you know, it happened. Like, what, what can we do? And she's where I was literally a year ago where I'm like, what can you do? Like, I don't feel anything about it. Like, I, mm -hmm. I'm sure it affects, affects me somehow. I just don't know how. Like, that's what I've always said. Um, so it's, it's just fascinating. And it's crazy because like, as I'm talking to her, um, it was sad because I was the younger sister and there's this moment where she's like, I know it happened to you more than it happened to me because you were easier to pick off. She was like, because at, at some point I started resisting and like, Jesus, you know, and it's like, oh, shit. and so that was, that was kind of like a sad thing. So it, it's really interesting just like talking through the stuff that I've never talked through before. Mm -hmm. I don't like it per se, uh, but that's what's happening in my life um i can't find like a sentence to explain how this works essentially you can have buzzers i've had a therapist tap on my knees i've had a therapist like track my eyes like this and i like follow her fingers whatever and it's supposed to like use different sides of your brain or something and like stimulate something yeah. with memory i don't know um but it did help me remember things i don't know that i would have been able to i i mean i don't know if i would have been able to remember otherwise but I credit EMDR for, for a lot of that. Yeah, I mean, it definitely has helped me remember the feeling. I don't think I've ever... I've never attached a feeling to, like, being pulled into his bedroom as mm. a six-year-old. You know, but now as an adult, I'm like, oh, yeah, I know that feeling. Like, it's mm -hmm. the same terror that I feel when we get swatted. It's the same terror that I feel, mm -hmm. you know, this, this, this. Like, and so it's, it's just... <sighs> it's weird man it's weird and it, it's it's weird because like for example like the swatting which i've talked about before on like anthony padilla if you want to hear the whole story um but uh it's weird because you look at like the boys you know that we live with and they've all processed it so differently than me but 
my therapist's been like, yeah, well, you're going to process it much worse because you haven't felt safe since you were five years old. Like you haven't felt Ouch. safe. And it's like, oh, <laughs> you know, yeah. it's kind of sad. But that sucks. What can you do? Hmm. My but yeah, weird week. That's your therapy update. <laughs> Long therapy update. Yeah. Sorry, um, everybody. My my EMDR, I don't remember exactly how she told the story, but my EMDR therapist had a client once who came in and was like omega depressed. Um, and she was doing EMDR and you kind of just like, it's weird. It's not a fluid conversation with me anyway. It wasn't a fluid conversation. It was like, I would just talk about like what popped into my head and it was weird shit sometimes. Like it wouldn't make sense. It feels kind of like a fever yeah. dream. Yeah. And uh, she was saying that her client kept talking about she kept bringing up the cut. This is so crazy. She kept bringing up the color pink and um, the taste of cigarettes. She's like an avid smoker. And she was just like, cigarettes, 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 whatever. Um, and then they got to a point where she, at the end of the session, realized that her dependency on cigarettes, she like has not been able to quit smoking even though she wants to forever. Her mom smoked while she was in the womb and she's been like detached from her mother for a very long time. And so she has this like, connection to her mother through cigarettes like that she and she's just like emotionally dependent on them but she didn't know that that was the reason it's just something where with talk therapy it would take so long to figure that out you know um like so many hours and emdr is just bizarre dude it's weird it's 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 definitely weird because this therapist has me just wear the wristbands during what feel like normal sessions. Mm -hmm. um, but then my my old therapist, the guy from like a few months ago, or maybe it was like a year at this point, he would ha have me do the eye EMDR and he would have me like flip through my brain like a channel. Mm -hmm. And so I don't know. It's different. I don't really know. I, I, I didn't like, like having I'm not my doing eyes it right. open. It threw me off. Yeah, that's fair. It is harder because you can't yeah. like envision right but yeah i, I mean just... he would do one where he would have me listen to clicks too mm -hmm. or tap yeah very yeah, weird. i don't know very cool it's cool though if weird. if you you know if you have some some trauma or some ptsd stuff emdr is an option it's worth a shot it's not covered by all insurance i don't um, know if it's so working. you have to find you have to find a therapist in your network if there is one hopefully there is one but you can i got my uh i got my natural antidepressants delivered that the psychiatrist recommended i haven't taken them yet but gotten them delivered baby step what is it rodelia is what it's called sounds like a pretty flower yeah it's like an icelandic root or something i don't know we gotta drink our wine and we gotta pivot yeah we do my stomach hurts though tragic too bad we I have a wine to... podcast i ate so many chicken nuggets because i didn't eat enough protein today so i was trying to shove it in my throat Ew. all right we've got kaleidoscope wine i like this one it's pretty it's 2020 it is actually a really pretty bottle um we love kaleidoscopes for the way they turn light and color into the most vivid unique works of art okay. bringing together distinct Jesus. elements into a beautiful design this wine expresses a quiz Exquisite depth and balance offering great complexity and intriguing flavors of Bing, cherry, and blackberry with notes of chocolate. Dude, is there anyone in the world that's, like, shopping for wine and they read the back and they read something like that and they're like, oh, that's the one? My boyfriend does that. Really? Yeah. He's, like, a into wine. I don't want to call him names, but I thought about it. Oh. Thank you. Weirdo. 
He likes wine. He likes watching like wine YouTube videos of what are they called? Sommeliers or something? What the heck? So he they would like, like us if we were better. He would like us if we were better at wine. Yeah. Yeah. Do you think he'd like our podcast, like, actually, if all we did was talk about wine? Maybe. Damn. Feels bad. Yeah, but he doesn't like us, because that's not what we do. Damn. Feels bad. I did something bad. What? I don't think I put it in far enough. I just don't fully get this thing. You really need, like, one like mine. Well, I had the other one, the automatic one, but it's outside. Oh my god, please. I don't go out there anymore. <clears throat> See, now I went too low. Oh my god, you bitch. I'm pissed off right now. I'm really pissed off. What? How did this happen? Okay, push. Saved. That was cringe. I hated it. I just... I just really don't understand. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, wait. Put the metal part. Yeah. It doesn't and then, stay. And then, no, but then move the red part down with the metal part on the... No, no, no. Yeah. Yeah. And then... Yeah. But it's moving. Oh. <laughs> put it further in. I don't get it. This is the dumbest. Oh. No. <laughs> wait. Yeah, look. <laughs> our, <laughs> our producer's walking <laughs> you can they can hear your voice it would make more sense so we just both freeze <laughs> wow look at that this is wow. the dumbest wine bottles in the whole wide world huh She's uh, not got it. I'm t that cork. The cork is longer than normal corks. I feel. Wow, that she's is a long it. ass cork because they want to fit yeah. kaleidoscope on it. Lame. It does not smell like chocolate. My tummy or... hurts. Oh, probably shouldn't drink wine. I'm doing it. I have an idea. What? We're gonna have to take a break from wine when I start those meds because I'll get paranoid. Oh. That was so satisfying. It's actually insane. Isn't it nice? <laughs> yeah. Reverb wine pours. I want to do it. Chat, you want to hear something cool? Not chat. Sorry. Hooray! I made mine as wet as possible. Did we it both have crazy? reverb. Yeah, it was cool. That's wicked. Production's we crazy. We should do that every week. Yeah, we should. Okay, my tummy hurts. Oh, yeah, I'm Smells wine. like red wine. Yeah, it does. Smells I like, like rubbing alcohol. I like the idea of it tasting like blackberries and chocolate. That sounds really nice. I keep eating blueberries as snacks. Okay. And I like that for me. I want to like it. I don't hate it. 
it's it's not it's not very sour it tastes better than the way it smells it smells like rubbing alcohol oh i don't think it smells like i don't think it smells that bad really i i i like it it's fine i'll give it a fine out of 10 it's fine actually not it. too bad it's not too bad mm-hmm. uh, i i uh, taste um It tastes I want like it a to... wine you would drink at someone's wedding. I want it to taste... I want like it's it to gotta taste be like, like a $7 bottle or something. Yeah. I want it to taste like blackberries and chocolate. That's what I want. And so I'm just going to... It doesn't. I'm just going to... Oh. I'm just going to pretend like it does, and then maybe it'll start tasting that way. Like how you're starting to have symptoms for your illness. Yeah. And wine makes my tummy hurt. Oh. <laughs> it's part of my um, disease. Okay. I want to talk about this tweet that you sent. We're pivoting. Wait, what one? The one that you put in the ideas channel. There are a lot of young women that follow me. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah, there was this tweet. It went viral. I will put together a short encyclopedia of phrases used by men that are immediate red flags. Run like hell if you hear these. And it's a Baby. threat. It, it, wanna... it has 6.5 million views. Yeah. Shall we go through each of these phrases that men use and discuss Dude, whether how or not many it is okay. there's so many 27 is what she put but then i'm sure there's a few actual yeah um oh my gosh no she actually put she put more than that the first one is a really 30. bad one to start on because it feels I like she listed everything a man does to be honest that's true i think she, she listed everything humans do she hates all men she was like if they breathe red flag yeah this first one's really, I think it's really bad, and I think it kind of, like, when I started reading this, I immediately kind of discredited, discredited the whole thread, because I think it's insane. And then uh-huh. some of them were okay, but this first one's okay. crazy. Okay. The first one is, I like to play devil's advocate. That's the, that's the phrase. He's racist, misogynistic, but it's too much of a coward to admit it outright. It cuts his access to women by a decent enough amount to hurt. Do not engage. No. That's crazy. My ex-boyfriend actually used to do that all the time. He used to always play devil's advocate, and I don't believe he's racist. It's insane if someone says that to say that they're racist and misogynistic. He might have been a little misogynistic. You know, my my he would he would go on ski trips. Actually, oh, this is awful. I've never said this. I don't think Um, he would go on ski trips. So I had a girlfriend. Her let's call her Kathy. Oh, no. no. Oh. Kathy, my best friend. We were best friends for 13 years. Actually, the one that I stopped being friends with because she didn't. Yeah. She ditched me when my mom died. Um, she was my one... best friend for okay. 13 years, and she had a boyfriend named Bill. And Bill and Bill, my Bill, boyfriend at Bill. the time would go on ski trips together, and they would always. He'd always come back, and I would like go on walks with Kathy. Well, I'd go on walks with Kathy, and she'd be like, "Yeah, while they're on the ski trip." Uh, he told Bill that, like, he just wishes that you were more of, like, a domestic type of woman that he could come home to, like, cooked meals and, like, a clean house and blah. And this is, like, when I'm at, like, peak of my career in, like, interior design where I'm working, like, 60 hours a week. And I was like, damn, that ain't me. And it always made me feel so sh- So he might not be racist, but you know what? And Maybe he would playing say, the devil's like advocate devil's makes advocate. him misogynist. Yeah, he was. I will that a say lot. my only. We probably. You know what's interesting about all of these is we probably have been with men that have said them because they're very common phrases. 
My yeah. experience with a guy who has said, I like to play devil's advocate, the negative experience with that is that um, he just thought, I think he just thought I was stupid. And so anything that I would say or think, he would just refute. Or he would just say the opposite, or he'd be like, no, you're wrong, because what about this? Or like, have you thought about this? Or like, no, I think they're doing this, not what you think. Um, and I think it's because he thought I was dumb. And so he would just go against everything I said. And he was like, I'm just playing devil's advocate. Oh, I hate when people do that. Yeah, but I don't think he was racist or a misogynist. I don't think either of those things. I also hate when they're like playing devil's advocate and all they're actually doing is just invalidating you and you're like i just right. came here to talk to you about my feelings right that's yeah. it that's all i came here for okay um, that's but i don't think i don't think it's a red flag i don't think so either yeah i, don't think so I say okay so uh, we're gonna do out of 30 she is O for 30 so far O for 30 number two looking for someone adventurous and her ex explanation was, no, he's not, lol. <laughs> I mean, it depends what kind of guy he is. If he's like, you know, if his like profile picture on Tinder is like him on a mountain oh, bike. Wait, I bet I'm he sorry. is. She gave more of an explanation. She said, he doesn't care if you're into mountain biking or bungee jumping. He wants to act oh. out some of the most distasteful things seen in porn. He'll ask for anal. Don't oblige. Oh. I don't think if you're saying looking for someone adventurous that you are talking about sex necessarily some women like anal or at least they pretend to that's true no there are some women that do like it i think like actually for real for real yeah yeah but like for real for real i think i mean if it's something that's done enough it probably doesn't hurt that bad ow it's gotta feel like pooping every time though melina already leaked this on the housewives podcast it's been done it's been done and it sucks. Wait, and then don't say it it's doesn't. been done. Just say you've had anal. It has been done. Why, why are you saying it's been done? <laughs> Just say you've had anal. Yeah, no, it's been done. Um, yeah, but did he have a small <laughs> dick? Is that why? Um, I don't know if that was the reason. I don't know. It's really not that. B it sucks at first, and then sometimes, and then it's like awful. not that bad. I truly like. It wasn't a thing where I was like, that was horrible. Only did it for the guy. Would never do it again. Like. It really is not that bad if you do it the right way. If you don't Ow. do it the right way, it's tragic and, like, traumatic and not good. But I think it, it can be fine. It sounds awful no matter what. I think it can be fine. There was this girl in high school that had anal and it caused her butthole to prolapse. And so then everyone that's called her Rosebud. That's really sad. That's so sad. She didn't die. Uh, that's she just like got the so nickname tragic. Pro Rosebud. But the guy she was with had a really big dick. And then the crazy thing is, this is what's crazy. And this is, this is misogyny. So then, because he was known as Big Bruce, uh -huh. everyone starts, all the girls are over him, but then no one will go over to Rosebud Cassie because she's gross and her butthole's a rosebud. <laughs> Isn't that crazy? That's infuriating. It yeah. is infuriating. Um, okay, next, number three. I, that's 0 for 2 for me. Yeah, she's 0 for 2. I, I see. It's fine if you want adventurous. It just means, like... I don't think it means you want anal. You know, maybe it does. Maybe I think I think the person who posted this tweet is perverted because I think of mountain biking. Yeah, I think of like a guy that's into like bouldering. You know, yeah. like it's just some like hiking dude. Well, I know multiple couples that that's all like that's what they do every weekend. They go like camping, and I'm like mm -hmm. yuck. And like I wouldn't date that guy. I'm not doing that every weekend. Mm -hmm. Okay, number three. I want a girl who is beautiful but doesn't know it. 
Her explanation, he's looking for a hottie that has low self-esteem. Um, stop it. You know what the One Direction said? They said, you don't know, you're beautiful. And they uh, don't want a girl uh, oh. with low self- Yeah. Yeah, take that. Go. Keep going. This one actually, I- Okay, you stop singing. This is one for three for me. What? I kind of agree. Like- I want a girl who's I want a girl who's pretty but doesn't know it. Like I want a girl that's pretty but she's like, "Oh no, I'm not pretty." Like I'm that's me. ugly. Don't Okay, but that's that's bad. That's low self-esteem is having eyebrows. low confidence. If a guy wants that, it's a little bit of a red flag, I think. He wants a girl with low confidence. Yeah, that's what it sounds like to me. I feel like it sounds like he's like trying to, he's like, "I like girls better with their makeup off." Uh that's on here too. We're going to get there. Oh. Hmm. Yeah. Okay, I want girls who is beautiful but doesn't know it. I want a girl who is beautiful but doesn't know it. Okay, I have to sit I on get... this. I've, I want a girl that is beautiful. I feel like I'm doing, I'm like manifesting right now. <laughs> I want a girl that's beautiful but doesn't know it. Um, girl that's beautiful but doesn't know it. It's not me. It's not doing anything for me. I think that the most generous explanation is like, I don't want someone who's conceited. But it just comes off oh, wrong to me. Oh, yep. Okay, it just like, that. doesn't come off good to me. Like, okay. I, I want someone who is like confident and feels good about themselves. I don't want a guy who's hot say. and like thinks he's ugly or like hot but like doesn't know that he's hot. Like I don't. Like, I do. I want that for why? I don't want a guy that everyone thinks is hot because then I have got all these bitches trying to trying to get at him. Actually, Ludwig is the first guy that I dated that's like traditionally attractive. You've you've said this the the jock. <laughs> okay, I take back the jock thing because everybody makes fun of me, but he is traditionally attract like like a like a, a like hassan he's like traditionally attractive you know no is he not are you <laughs> no i agree with you i don't think lud is like hassan i well, think okay. they're very uh, different they are... they're very different i don't think they're people are different, like first people... trapping over hassan no, or ludwig right. over ludwig i okay i understand but i'm saying like people look at hassan and they're like he's traditionally attractive <laughs> yeah no i do i do go to yeah. yes ludwig yes. is traditionally attractive yes yeah most Lut people is a, see is a conventionally that attractive. attractive dude conventionally yeah, yeah. that's the word sure. yeah conventionally attractive all the other people i think they've been an acquired taste and i like that i like that's a fair. little quirky guy because then i feel better about being a quirky girl but then i did this Ludwig is so and... funny do you you're like saying the red flags that she's listed am i <laughs> am i the red flag you're like you're like oh my God, no, I'm i want a guy i don't want a guy that knows he's attractive <laughs> that's like one of them I okay i think she's <laughs> I think she's for the record. For... I'm very happy with Ludwig before the pair of the pair of social people's freak out. I'm uh, just saying. For the record, she thinks Ludwig's ugly, and so do I. Um, number four, and uh, Hassan's ugly. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Looking We've for fun saying. and carefree. That's number four. That's Her explanation. Strange. That's my, he is okay. not looking for a serious relationship. The first time <laughs> you sleep with him will be the last. If you're unlucky enough to win his affections, be prepared to become his mommy. Yeah. I have a couple red flags attached to this have been in my life who okay. abuse things like this. Looking for fun and carefree. My number one that I, I literally, I talked about the other night. Um, not to you. Uh, Rude. Who were you talking is, to? Sorry, I was talking to the boyfriend. Not because it was him, because it was an ex-boyfriend that did this. And I was like, isn't that insane that he would do that? Okay, well, it's weird that you would talk to your boyfriend about this instead of me. <laughs> I'm talking to you about it right now. I'm livid. Okay. Uh. <laughs> okay, um... Whenever we would have a disagreement or he would do something that would make me upset or like do something that was fucked up and I'd be like, hey, man, not cool. Um, he would be like, I just want to have fun. Why? 
I thought we were having a good day. Like, why can't we just you have fun? You ruined the day. Yeah, yeah. Or like, why can't we just have fun? Like, I just want to have fun with you. When I would, when we would like be arguing. And I was like, that is such an insane concept to me of like, his way of not arguing or taking any accountability or anything was like, why can't we just go have fun? Like, I just want to have fun with you. Why don't you ever want to have fun? Ugh, it was the worst. That does sound awful. It reminds me of, uh, it reminds me of a guy that he would almost like use days as currency. He'd be like, well, you've ruined my day. Yep. Like, huh? Yep. We had such a good day. Yeah, we why? had such a good day. Yeah. We had such a good day today. Now, like, until now, now it's ruined. Now? And yep. I'm like, oh, I, you, it's because you cheated on me and I just found out. Yeah. <laughs> is there a better way? Is there a better day? For this? <laughs> you cheated on me. What the fuck? Why can't we just have fun tonight? <laughs> yeah, let's, let's just go focus to a movie. on tonight. Let's just have fun. Oh. You know what? You're right. You're right. Uh, no, I do think that's a red flag. Let, I I just want someone who's funny. No one in the I, I maybe I'm crazy, but I don't think anyone in the world is fun and carefree at all times. No, that's not crazy. Of course not. It's absurd. So I don't think you want anyone. I think you want except for AI. extra Emily. Except for extra Emily. She's you could date extra carefree. Emily. She's, she's never the, sad. She's the best, actually. Okay, so we're what? One for four. You we can count four four? yours if you want. We can do two for four. I'm on one for four. I don't think looking for fun and carefree is enough of a phrase to be a red flag. Okay. I think that's fine. Um, so I'm on one for four. All right, next one. I want someone laid back, chill, and effortless. He wants a doormat that will never complain about how terrible of a partner he is ever. Jesus. You will be tasked with all the labor in the relationship, emotional, physical, etc. He will also expect you to be done up 24-7. Okay, I think she's reaching a little bit. She <laughs> she's sounds really aggro. Yeah, she's, she's rage baiting incels. It's like it's one of those things where it's like, like I'm being an incel right now. I'm like, well, what can I ask for? Yep, that yeah. one's a little aggro. It's a little aggro. Red flag attached to it. <laughs> yeah, you know, I dated a guy for five months, and his big thing Ooh. was like, I just want to be chill about it remember yeah, i just want yeah. i just want it to be laid back like i just want to be chill about it we never we didn't put a title on it for five months yeah no and thanks. we were like kind of ex i guess we were exclusive but like also i don't really believe i don't know who knows whatever it was like this who whole knows? thing but it was like we were not together we were just dating for five months yeah i'm i'm not i'm not interested and it was always like a am not ready or just like i just want to be chill about it i don't think that's like a okay you know what actually Yes. Okay. That is a red flag, but not because of the fucking reason she stated. She yeah. was being a little extra. Like, it's not like he's not going to, like, he's just, no. Okay. The re he doesn't want a doormat that'll never complain. Blah, blah. He just wants to be a fuckboy. That's literally it. That's yeah. all she needed to write was, like, yeah. he just wants to be a fuckboy. Yeah. Okay. One for five. One for five. Number six. Any variation of, I'm a man of substance. I like smarts. I've never heard a guy say that in my never life. Never heard anybody say that either. Uh, explanation. Usually a fledging professional. He's looking for a woman with the right credentials to impress his peers, but you are not allowed to be more accomplished or smarter than him. He will Google everything you say to check. Dude, you know... I can't say him. I know exactly what you're thinking about, and I also can't. <laughs> Wait, you do know what I'm thinking about? I, I don't think know if you do. So. Oh. I'm thinking about a streamer with a boyfriend who does this to her all the time. All the fucking time. It's insane. 
I think we're talking about the same thing. Really? Yeah. Wait, message the name. Because we like, like to keep different... we like to keep secrets from our viewers. <laughs> Are you not just like taking a weird what? windy path? That's not path? who I'm thinking of. Oh, okay. <laughs> Go ahead. Oh. Then. That's so funny. Yours is correct, too, but I was thinking this person. Oh, I forgot about that. Yeah, her boyfriend is insane. Like, he's always, like, he's he's literally, if she ever, like, acts like, like, if she ever has fun, I'm not kidding you. If she ever has fun, he's always, like, you're embarrassing me. Oh. Yeah. I've seen that with couples. Because he, like, like, when girls he's, are, like, like, a smart guy. Really bubbly. And, and they're, like, like, yeah. Yeah, and they're, like. You're being too much right now. Mm -hmm. I hate that so sad. Yeah, that's that's a sad one. I, I, but I, I, it's like it's weird because her descriptions mean more to me than like there are actual red flags in this tweet. You know. Mm hmm. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I agree. Um, yeah, I'm a man of substance. I like smarts. Does not translate to what we're talking about right now. No, not at all. But what she says, like, there are like certain guys that they refuse to like date a woman that's more accomplished than them, and it's crazy. Heard. I wonder, I, actually, he'd be fine. I was going to say, I wonder how Lud would do if I was, like, more successful than him. But I think he'd be fine. Yeah, I, I think I, I think he'd be good about it. It's hard to know. It's Yeah, um, it's hard to know. My, my last boyfriend was actually so funny about it. He'd always call me his sugar mama, like, around his family. Like, he'd be like, <laughs> she's the breadwinner. She's like, he'd always, like, he'd always, like, hype me up around his family. It was very cute. sweet. Yeah. That's what my, my current boyfriend does that. He does? Yeah. But he's had like, boyfriends she's way that are richer like, than me. She's got way that. more, way more goats than I have. He always yeah. says that to his family. Yeah. You won't believe Dude. how many goats she has. You won't believe how many goats she has. We could trade them for our yeah. future children. Yeah. That's huge. Yeah, he likes that about me. Yeah. Um. But yeah, no, that's the worst. Don't date a man that doesn't want you to be. Don't date a man more successful than him. Don't date a man. Don't date. Um. No, it's really cringe. It's really. It's really dark corner okay um all right, all right number i'm i'm still one for six here one we're for on six. seven one for six open-minded they're like this is like he's putting it on a dating profile of what he's looking for is like okay i want to not i want okay so i'm gonna exit out of thing i want to not read her things and i'll tell you what i think open-minded means okay and then i'll read you hers. okay yeah so i think when a guy puts open-minded he's like he like wants multiple girlfriends. I was literally gonna say Polly. <laughs> That's how I feel. He like doesn't ever want to like settle it down when he's looking for open minded. Okay, you it's so hear funny because our our majority of our audience is male, so they're probably like getting such a peek <laughs> into women's minds right now. Yeah, they're like, sick. I put open minded because I'm a Republican. Like, what uh the <laughs> heck? Like, they're like, what? That means I want multiple girlfriends. Yes, yes, it does. Here's your dating profile advice podcast, everybody. Okay, um, her explanation, unhinged. You ready? Yeah. You will be cheated on constantly or Whoa. be expected to participate in degenerate sexual acts under threats of ending your relationship or he's trying to convince you to be non-monogamous, may also be married. It's a toss-up. Either way, stay okay. away. Okay, the non-monogamous thing is the only thing I will grab yeah. from her. Yeah. I do agree it's a red flag. I don't agree with her description. Fair. Okay. So we're two for seven then. Two for seven. Okay, let me be clear. If someone said open-minded... I would be like, oh, what does that mean? But I wouldn't be like, a red flag, I'm staying away. But we're calling it a red flag. Two for seven. Oh. Number eight. Yeah, I, well, also, there's nothing wrong with non-monogamous relationships, of course. 
as long Let me as be it's woke. a consensual non-monogamous just make sure you put in your dating profile doing. that you're not open-minded and instead you're looking for your second wife yeah okay number eight if he makes a joke about OnlyFans in the bio do people do that i don't know Dude, should I make a fake Tinder and catfish people for content for our podcast? I made a Tinder <laughs> once. I uh-huh. made a Tinder one time. Uh-huh. It was very scary. I had it for like less than an hour. I was so scared. It's a Wait, bizarre app. Was this recently? No. Oh. I had Tinder I years ago. Years, years, years ago. And it was I never met anyone up on it, but it was funny. It was funny. Funny? Yeah. We can make fake app. We can make fake profiles. I don't want we, to. Let's. I'll do it. I'll cat. I'm gonna catfish okay. you all. You can do that. I don't want to. I'm scared. I just want to see. I just want to collect the thirstiest DMs and just see what ha- and just read them. I think that's so funny. funny. That's yeah. Funny. Um, and honestly, if you're a gross man that sends gross DMs, you deserve to be catfished. True. Her explanation for this. He is a secret subscriber and consumer of such content. His Instagram following will almost exclusively be IG models and creators. Curiously enough, he does not believe women can make any good money by working a 9 to 5. Tiny dick. Jesus. She's so mad. She is really mad. She's baiting a lot here. Yeah. I think anyone who makes a joke about OnlyFans is just dumb. I think it's just a dumb joke. I think jokes about OnlyFans are dumb. It was actually so dumb. I actually tweeted this out like on March 29th. I was like, yo, content creators, remember that like OnlyFans isn't a good punchline to a joke. It's stupid. Mm. Like it's not funny to start an OnlyFans. It's it's someone's job. But then what happened is is some viewers went back and I they found a tweet from me two years ago that said, I'm starting OnlyFans. Ludwig's taking the pictures because fucking Casey Tron and Justin Minks like did one of those things where it's like you get to choose my tweet and that was the cheat tweet they chose oh no i know so dumb. tragic yeah so Unlucky. i'm a hypocrite hungry hungry hypocrite i think we're two I don't for know. eight that one doesn't that one's i guess i, I would wouldn't, be like I, actually i wouldn't date someone if i wouldn't i wouldn't actually i would be turned off like, that's so sure. lame yeah yeah but a turn off is a red flag is it not no oh i think those are different okay a red Two flag red is flags, like, a, one yikes, ick. this person's <sighs> toxic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would okay. be like, oh. Okay. Yeah. No, let's count it. We'll do three for eight. Okay, three for eight. I feel fine about that. We're three for eight. Number nine. Um, Can I skip Can I skip some? Yeah. Are you want me to? Okay. I'm going to. Okay. Uh, number ten. Well, we'll say this is number nine. Because. Excuse me. If this is an older man and he uses mature or age doesn't matter. Oh, he's a pedo. She said he's a pervert who can't hang out with age-appropriate women who can spot his bullshit a mile away. He seeks out younger women because they're more malleable, less experienced, overall easier to manipulate. This is the funniest story, and I wish wish we would have had wine about it when this was going on. So what happens was Taylor, and she's fine with me telling the story, Taylor flies out to California uh, for streamer awards or something. No, Christmas concert. She tri- flies out for California for Christmas concert. She's sitting next to an older gentleman. She's in first class because I'm a nice boss. And uh, <laughs> plugs myself. Uh, she's sitting next to an older gentleman. And the whole time he's like really friendly, talking her up, blah, blah. And she gets to my house and she's like, I think I just got a sugar daddy. And I'm like, what? 
she was like, yeah, he kept talking about how rich he is. He kept talking about like, you know, how he, he hangs out with younger crowds because they're just like more like him. Like they match his energy more, blah, yeah, blah. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. I'm like, okay, we stalk him on Instagram. We find his family. He's divorced though. No. Oh. Verified divorce. But, you know, we find his ex-wife. Taylor, way hotter than his ex-wife. So huge upgrade. Damn. <laughs> anyway, uh, she, she, she goes on a different date. So she gets like a Raya date or something like that. She had just gotten Raya. She gets a riot date, goes on the riot date. It's so bad that she texts this sugar daddy guy to come pick her up. Yeah, Taylor's crazy. She is, she's crazy girl. So he goes and picks her up. They get tacos. He brings her home, blah, blah. And she tells me the next day, she's like, I had sugar daddy pick me up. I'm like, this that's is crazy. insane. It is insane. And so, so they're like, Man, I wish I had screenshots of the conversation. If this would if this would have been months ago, I would have had her send them to me. She's in Europe right now, or I'd bother her right now. I'd call her right now, actually. Um, but it's it's crazy. So so like the few weeks go by, and it's like he'll text her every once in a while, and he's like he like he'll be like I want to fly you out to wherever, and I'm like you don't go alone. Like if you're if you're a sugar baby, you can bring another hot girl. So she's like, let me bring my friend, not me. I'm not another hot girl. <laughs> she's like, let me bring my friend, uh, Maddie. And so, and then the guy's like, okay, but like Maddie has to buy her own ticket. And she's like, Shh. and I was like, Taylor, I don't think he's a sugar daddy. And she was like, she's like, no, does he just want to be a normal daddy? And I'm like, oh, I'm like, God. I think so. And she's like, oh, but I don't like, I don't like him. But like, it's like, it's like weird. Cause he also, he taught, okay. For the record, she isn't just reaching here. He talks to her. Like, he'll say like, you're so beautiful. I love having you around. Like at things like he'll be like, yeah. I want to bring you to this thing and show you off. And so it's like she's like alluding to the, this idea that he like knows the dynamic and what it's going to be. But like at no point is he just like fully disclosing it. And so it's like really frustrating. She's like, does he want to date me or does he want like a sugar baby? Wait, what like, does she, she want? She wants a sugar daddy. Genuinely? No, no. No, I think if like a sugar daddy fell in her lap, she would take him. Well, wow. she she would just like go to parties with him. She wouldn't want to do sex or like anything provocative. She, you know, yeah. Like there are sugar babies that are like will just be arm yeah. candy, right? Yeah, and she'd wow. be down for that. She'd be down for like a sugar daddy to like take her to like you know a Hollywood party, and then she goes about her day, and she also gets two thousand bucks and a new pair of Versace shoes or something like. That's She'd love that. Crazy. I yeah. I I would be so scared. Yeah, it's crazy because she's also like, she's your size. Little. Yeah. She's, she's a little size. one. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And so and it's like it's just so funny. So finally, after like weeks of going back and forth, I said Taylor, you just gotta send him the message that's like, hey, where do you see this relationship going? Because in my world, it is transactional. And in your world, it like, I just want to see, like, I just don't know if you see this progressing romantically or not. Dude, I wish I had the screenshots. Oh, man. If she wasn't in Europe, I'd have her send them to me right now. Um, she used the word transactional? No, no, no. Okay. She didn't. I, like, I actually, like I think really I, I think I wrote play. the text that she sent. Um, let me see. Let me just see, hypothetically. Maybe Look I have the word a word transactional. It was, no, I definitely didn't say transactional. But that's what I was alluding to. Anyway, after all of this, he finally, 
finally was like, oh no, like I really like you and I like actually want to get to know you and I could see like us being like boyfriend and girlfriend someday and she was like, you're my dad's age. Like, no, thank you. <laughs> oh my God, that's so weird. But yeah, it was crazy because when he was here, he was like hanging out with a bunch of like young people and um, Oof, that's so yeah, it was so crazy. But that's how she almost accidentally got a sugar daddy. Well, yeah, fun story. That's crazy. Um, yeah, if he's like, oh, age is but a number or he's like, I can only hang out with kids like you because like adults don't get me or whatever. And you're young. Mm mm. And if he says, you're really mature for your age, mm, mm, I don't no. like really mature for your age. Get out of there. Get out of there. That's so predatory. I hate, I hate that. Don't like that. Uh, I'm really trying to find it. I just want to see. This was so many months ago. That's number nine. I think so. that makes us four for nine. Okay, we are four, four for nine because that is definitely a red flag. Do you want me to read the next one? Yeah, read the next one. You. Okay. I just want the next to see. One, this next one's funny because it's Cutie said something similar to it. That's why I laughed before. No way. Um, number 10 mentions of quirky or anything that <laughs> equivocates to the manic pixie, trope, manic pixie trope. If you are neurodivergent in any way, tread carefully. He fetishizes the idea of a socially awkward and crazy girlfriend. He will call you crazy when you advocate for yourself emotionally oh, abusive. I don't think... I think that's crazy um, and seems very specific and anecdotal. I think that, does feel that very you can specific. want someone to be quirky and think that that's funny. Um, I don't think that you're trying to fetishize a neurodivergent person if you say that you like I also think people. you can be quirky and not neurodivergent. The also issue true. is I think we just disagree with this, this lady most of all. Yeah. Yeah, she's a lot. I don't have the text. Dang it. Maybe one day if this ever... If, Sugar Daddy's ever come up again, I'll have her send me the, the breakup text. It's so funny. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's good. You should have her send that. Um, okay, number 11. Okay. Uh, this one's specific to women of color. If he's oddly too immersed in Asian, Black, or Latino culture, but is okay. not part of your community, he has a fetish. If he mentions a cultural stereotype, he's actively seeking out a woman that that'll fulfill a racialized sexual fetish. It's never a I actually think that's fair. I actually think that's and fair. And we both have anecdotes for this one. Or you have anecdotes for me. Um, and I have, yeah. And I have. Wait, what? We literally talked about this very recently. It's not something oh. that it's not something that I've noticed while in relationships, but then after um Ugh. Then after you look back at it and you're like, hmm, he has a type. And you look at like their dating history and you're like, wait a second right dude sorry i'm having like a brain blast by the I've way I've, before everyone is... gets cringe what? i'm talking about multiple people that i've dated here okay so nobody lose their minds over what i'm saying go ahead uh she's talking about me um it is i guess okay dude this is probably too big of a, a topic to like digest as two women here at the moment but like it is is it if your type is always a specific race yeah does that what does it what is that is that your type or are you racist or are you no i don't think that doesn't make you racist no but like what does it what is it 
are you tokenizing what what are you doing i think i don't know i think it depends i think that yeah. i think that you can like the features of a race and like think that those features are attractive like you could always like people with blonde hair or you could always like people with black hair yeah but the only one that i can speak to is there are guys that i've dated multiple guys that i've dated okay Such so don't freak out you that date so many people you really dwarf. like that are like they're really into anime right and stuff like mm -hmm. that and there are people that fetishize asian women and want them to be like really cutesy or speak in a really high voice or like dress a certain like the schoolgirl outfits and stuff like that you know yeah there there is a fetish there um and that the the fetish fetishizing of that i think is different from being attracted to asian women and i i don't I, know okay, how to okay, be more articulate it, about it. that no, no no but there's like there are like people like there are people that are obsessed with like japan mm -hmm. and they like okay there's this guy that went to high school with me actually who was obsessed with japan like this is a white guy you walk into his house he's got a japanese flag he's got legos built to represent like all these different things in japan and blah blah and he would go to japan in the summer and all this stuff fast forward and he would always talk about how he only watched asian porn and so it's like okay yeah. this is like this guy just wishes he was asian honestly yeah, right um and then fast forward now he lives in japan with a japanese wife mm -hmm. and kids and i'm like oh yeah it's a complicated <laughs> it's a complicated one yeah i don't know like he's happy i think she's happy mm -hmm. but it it is weird yeah i don't know <laughs> to be like this like pokemon mm -hmm. i don't know super weird i don't really I don't, know i don't know what don't the know. distinction is because i've Me also either. known i was in japanese student association in college and there were a lot of white guys in that club that were like mega weebs right and just like into yeah. all of it but like so respectful about it and i really like they would wear kimonos and shit and i'd be like yeah dude sick because they just loved it you know and i never yeah. had a problem with that um, and I knew that, like, they wanted to date Asian girls, but it never felt, I would have never called it, like, I would have never been like, oh, they have a fetish for them. Fetish just has such a negative connotation. It doesn't need to. I don't know. Fetishizing people sounds, it is negative. I don't know. I'm confused right now. <laughs> My sister-in-law like, is calling me. Oh. Um, I, I don't know. I think there are ways to appreciate cultures and there, and there are ways to fetishize cultures in, in inappropriate ways, you know, um. It's just a, it's just a vibe thing. It's just a vibe thing. It's just a vibe thing. It just feels different. Okay. I don't know if, is it, so it's a red flag. It, it depends on the person. I feel like you can't tell from like a dating profile. Yeah. If, yeah. If they're just like, if they like, one of their photos is like, a, they're like, I love Japan. I don't think that necessarily makes them that, right. you know? Yeah. Hmm. Hmm. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. Um. Okay. I'm losing count. Um. But I'm just gonna read a couple more of the like. Okay. The, the standout the ones. Juicy ones. Yeah. Oh. Um. I don't like drama. Oh God. No one likes drama. We like drama. We like drama, but we don't like being a like. Part I would not. We yeah, like, we're not a part of drama. We, we like, like tea. We like the tea. Involved. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, her explanation is this is them telling you that they're conflict averse. 
a coward, but also the type that will eventually leave a sick or pregnant partner to fend for themselves. Oh my gosh, that's and so dramatic. And you'll hear that all their exes were crazy. I don't know what to tell you, but I think the woman that tweeted this is the red flag. <laughs> that's so extra. That is that's so extra. That's crazy. For saying I don't like drama, like, I, no one does. Literally no one. Yeah. No one on a dating profile is going to be like, I like drama. It's a dumb thing to put on a dating profile. Yeah. But like, um, no one likes drama. Let's see. Uh, uses the word females. Huge I, this, is like a, this is like a new age thing, though, for Huge sure. Huge ick. Like, this is like Andrew Tate and Joyer. I just put Andrew Tate and Joyer as the red flag. Okay, red flag. Yeah. Yeah, that's... If, if someone unironically was like, yeah, I was talking to some females over there, I'd be like, like, oh, I don't like that. I don't like that. My sister-in-law left me a voicemail, and it's making me very anxious because she's never left me one before, so I'm just going to mute real quick. Yeah, that's fine. Makes me feel like something bad happened. I'll read a couple more. Um, Let's see, let's see, let's see. Oh, the self-proclaimed nice guy. Um, she said, there are true dangers to women. They are true dangers to women. There is no telling how they will react to rejection. It's often an aggressive response, and they're extremely entitled to our bodies, our attention. Niceness is entirely conditional and transactional with them. That one, I don't really mind the way that she said that. I think that I, I hate, it's, it's a... It's a big kind of ick for me when guys feel really sorry for themselves and they're like, the nice guy never wins. You know, or like, I'm just the nice guy. Like, God well, damn it. Like it was a freaking butt dial. Oh. Lame. That stressed me um, out. We're talking about the self-proclaimed nice guy right now. Oh, I'm just they a never nice win. guy. <laughs> they never win. Yeah, they never they win. They always finish last. Um, I'll tell you what, most guys are nice guys. Huh? Most people are nice in the world. Huh? Are they not? That's I crazy. Know. I don't think that. You're catching me on an optimistic day, I suppose. <laughs> um, I hate I hate when people are self-proclaimed nice guys because then when they're not the nice guy and they do something cringe and you break up with them, they're like, oh, she, no one ever likes the nice guys. I hate that. Yeah, but I think I kind of did that. Oh. I dated the nicest guy in high school. He was so, so sweet and I just didn't like him. And then when I broke his heart, he was like, the nice guy never wins. Because I loved this douchebag. I was literally had the biggest crush on this mm -hmm. guy that was a giant douche. Yeah. And I think about that sometimes. And I'm like, yeah, that's sad. He did not win. <laughs> that is sad. Because he loved me clear. so that's... much. Yeah. yeah. That guy can be a nice... That guy is a nice guy. Um, okay, last one. Uh -huh. They warn you about themselves and joke about finding someone to match their crazy. Oh, yeah. You Anytime I've that. ever had a man, romantic or as a friend, warn me about themselves, it has been a f***ing disaster. Yeah, they're right. If a, if a guy right. is self-aware enough to be like, hey, I'm a loose cannon, <laughs> no, then they are. Or the worst, if they're like, you don't you don't want to get to know me or like oh, you don't want god. you don't want to be my friend Dude, no one really knows my me. virginity did that did oh I had, my god he had, a, he had a tattoo that said unwanted oh my god it's so tragic and he would be like, so tragic. Be like oh you don't you don't want you don't want to spend time i'm just on gonna me. No one i'm does. just gonna bring me i'm just gonna bring you down yeah and then like, i meet his family and his family is just like the sweetest ever and his family just loves him like his mom loves him and i'm like how did you turn out like this like, yeah, genuinely. anytime I've had a guy warn me about them, it, it has been a disaster every time. Yeah. 
fair that's a red flag that's the biggest red flag mm -hmm. if they warn you about themselves they're not joking yeah like i think like most women maybe i shouldn't use the word most um i think at times women no most is more clarifying because it doesn't say all okay some at times some women will be like you know like i you know, i'm a little crazy sometimes and that's usually just you're just like exaggerating or you're mm -hmm. like looking for validation for them to be like you're not crazy um but when guys say like i'm crazy sometimes like they probably like used to cut squirrels in half when they were kids <laughs> like probably Picked they probably did spiders kids yeah they did show that. up at your house in the middle of the night and key your car kids yeah they're not they're not lying the yeah. one guy that would always tell like okay so that was that guy that was always like i'm unwanted that guy was the one that ghosted me after taking my virginity and then the one guy that was like always like uh, i'm too much for you i'm too much for you he was he was in <laughs> fact he was too much he was the one that like i woke up in the middle of the night and he had a hatchet and he was breaking all of our dishes he was the one that used to punch me in the face he, he was he was he was quite literally too much i, I should have listened i had a guy in college that would tell me like um that he was just gonna hurt me someday and i needed to stay away from him like just stay away from me like you don't want to get close to me trust me like i hurt everyone that i get close to whatever and i'm of course like no let me fix you and i had to sleep with a hammer underneath my pillow for like three weeks why uh because he kept showing up to my house <laughs> and coming in <laughs> Oh, I hate that. Yeah. Um, and then he would get mad. We'd be in the car and he'd get really mad and he'd start like pounding the, the car ceiling, like hitting the ceiling of the, of the roof of the car. Um, and then I would like threaten to, to jump out of the car and he'd be like, don't fucking jump out of the car. <laughs> don't jump. It was crazy. <laughs> it's really, really, really stuck in there. Yeah. And he'd get more sucks. mad and he'd just like hit the, hit the car harder. It was crazy. It was a crazy time. My hair lady, I think she left the blonde dye on too long. Because it's a little fried. Yeah, it's a little fried. I'm pissed because I got my hair so healthy and then she fucking fried it off, that bitch. Look at that. <laughs> That's not a cut. That's fry. It's a little bit fried. I'm so fried. mad. I'm I knew it too because it started to tickle and I was like, my hair takes blonde way quicker before it tickles. My hair takes blonde easy. Mm. She fucking, I've spent years. I'm never going back to her. I gave her a big tip too because I'm nice. Tragic. Well, that's pretty much it. That's all our red flags. I hope flags. you guys enjoyed this week of wine about it. This week of your dating profile advice from us to you. You're welcome. We're going. We're going to uh, the Patreon episode now, where we're going to talk about the UFO sighting. There, there's like a UFO thing. There's a thing. We're gonna talk about it. We're gonna wine. We're about gonna it. talk about it. We're gonna figure out we're gonna figure out what those ufos are doing we're also gonna go leak more stories oh. about our ex-boyfriends we should we should at least do one because you did it on the public tweet so it feels to do like to only do it no on... we can just save it for next week should we save no it for next week like, yeah no one's gonna be like what the hell we'll just do it next all right week. well next week on wine about it well wait next week is the yard episode of wine about it oh then we'll do it the week after. Okay. It's fine. All right, never mind. In two weeks, we'll have the uh, common misconception of... Yeah. No, I common asked Twitter for their assumptions about us, and we're going to react to them. Should be interesting. Yeah, that's what it is. That's what it is. That's what it is. 
Um, all right, well. Go sub to the Patreon if you want more content. It's a good time over there. Uh, yeah, they have a Discord. They're, um, my assistant is going to start hosting movie nights in the Discord. Wholesome. Um, so, yeah, very wholesome. Also, there's people always... Hanging out in there. Yeah, it's weird. I'm like, what are you guys doing? Let me hanging look. Out. There's literally five people in a VC right now. They're hanging out. I don't know what they're doing. You guys like each other? You guys like the podcast? Weird. They're plotting. They're plotting. All right. Well, thanks for watching. It was a very... I feel like it was like a chill episode. I feel like I say that all the time. Is that a problem? I don't know. That it was chill? It felt fine. That was scary. You feel fine about it? Fine about it. It's a thumbnail. It was sick. Alright, see you guys on the next one. Like and subscribe. Thanks so Bye. much for watching. Bye.